Right. Well, hello, everyone. I just want to give a brief introduction here. I have Agatha Beyer with me today, and we're super excited to have her. She's one of our more recent graduates, not only of IUPUI, but of CSF as well. Um, and personally to me, one of my old basketball teammates too. So I have a little bit of a connection there, um, but super excited to have you on our kind of alumni interview, Ags. Yeah, well, thank you for asking me to do this. I'm super excited and it's always good to see you. Oh, likewise. Um, <laughs> well, again, super excited to have you. I guess just kind of starting off, what have you been up to since graduating? Yeah, so um, I will say before, the week before um, I graduated, I um, took my EMT certification exam and passed. So I am a new EMT. Um, and then, thank you. And then after graduation, I moved back to um, my home in Des Moines, Iowa. And um, I spent my first three weeks after graduation um, studying for my MCAT exam. And that was really not fun. I woke up, I think at five every morning and probably studied till like seven every day or at least tried to um yeah it was it was a grind for sure but i took that on june 4th i'm still waiting for my results i think i have a couple weeks left um and then i think it was like two days after i took my exam i flew down to dallas to visit my sister um, she recently moved there last august and um, i spent a week with her and it was so much fun. I loved it down there, but uh, really, really hot. I was um, sweating a lot. If anyone knows me, that's not uncommon, but <laughs> um, it was really a good time just to see her and spend time with her. And since I've been back, I've really just been spending time with friends and family that I've been away from for so long. So it's been really nice. Well, that's really good. And I know from a basketball standpoint, it can definitely take uh, a lot of time and energy, uh, you know, kind of into that. So uh, that's really great to hear that you've had that time to really spend with family. And I know how important not only family is, but your sister is in kind of your relationship with her. So that's really awesome that you got to go visit her as well. Um, and congratulations on EMT. Again, I'll say it again. I think that's awesome. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. I never imagined myself uh, doing that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, God kind of creates our paths in ways that we can't really explain sometimes. So I think that's awesome. Yes, for sure. So I guess just kind of diving in, how did you get involved with CSF? Funny you ask. Um, you actually, my freshman year, you had asked <laughs> um, me and a couple of the other freshmen, I believe, I it's so long ago, I feel like, but um, you asked us to go to a night of worship, and there we met Andrew, and I mean, the rest is kind of history. I always, whenever we had the opportunity to go, we always went to the nights of worship, and then soon after hearing about um, the life groups, I joined one, and I just, ever since then, I was in one, or leading one, or, you know, whatever worked out, and yeah, it was great. I'm really glad I joined my freshman year because it probably would have taken another 
year or two just to find something where I could get connected and grow. So yeah, thank you for that. (laughs) No problem. Um, I just (laughs) wanted to share it. So I'm just grateful that you all said yes at that time too. Um, And to see where CSF has grown is just incredible too. And to watch your path through it from just being involved in going to nights of worship to attending um, like life groups to leading life groups to then actually being a part of kind of the executive leadership team there. Um, That's just awesome to see that growth and improvement and be able to share more of Jesus with more college students as well. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so I guess just even a, a larger question for you, um, but how has God, you know, caused your faith in Jesus to collide with your everyday life? What does that look like for you? Yeah. Um, well, a lot of people know this, but I was, I always take on more than I should. And um, I often found myself being really overwhelmed and, uh, like every hour of the day I was doing something or trying to do something and um, just reflecting on my, I guess, collegiate career. I'm like amazed at what I was able to do because I feel like right now I would not be able to do that again, but I know that God definitely had his hand um, in the work that I was doing and he gave me the energy to wake up every day and to do it and gave me the passion for everything I did and um, that's just one way. And also after graduating, um, it's like super exciting, you know, you've passed another milestone in life, but then I'm kind of like stressing out a little bit, like, what do I do next? You know? And I think I have a plan, but we all know that things don't always go as planned. Um, so I've just been trying my best to, um, place my trust in the Lord's plan for me and the path that he has, set out for me. And, um, it's like a everyday struggle. I mean, even in the small things, like, is this what I really should be doing today? Or, you know, is this going to help me down the road? I don't know. But when I get there, when I look back, I know that he was guiding me and helping me through that every day. So. That was, that's awesome. Uh, that's, I feel like something I'm going through or that probably a lot of people listening to this are going through as well too, um, whether they're you know still in college or maybe have someone that is going through college or someone that's going through a difficult time, um, whatever that might look like, just fully leaning into your faith and trusting that because um, sometimes God likes mm-hmm. to answer in very unique ways that we don't always understand. Um, but I can definitely yes. say, at least just personally knowing you, um, you always had a smile on your face. And that truly is, you know, sometimes one of the hardest things to do in those really difficult situations. So that is something at least that I always recognized um, within you and just how strong your faith was during those times. So I think that can hopefully help someone else that is either listening to this or might hear this from somebody else that, um, you know, sometimes even just having a smile on your face can, can really help. Yeah. Well, thank you. Oh, of course. Um, and kind of a fun question. I always like to ask everyone on this, but do you have like a favorite Bible verse or a a chapter or a book out of the Bible? That is just something that you always gravitate towards or, uh, through a difficult time you always gravitated towards. 
Yeah, I would say um, the book of Romans. I don't, mm. I don't really have a favorite. I, I love it all. Even there's like verses that are like, what's the word leading up to other ones that are that seem very insignificant. But I just, I just find the whole book like full of encouragement, direction. And I don't know when I'm, when I'm overthinking or overwhelmed or you know, even like praising God, like I'm thankful for the stuff that I'm going through. I, that's where I go. And I always find something that either relates to what I'm going through or like is, gives encouragement to someone else that I know they're going through something challenging or difficult. So mm -hmm. Romans is a really good book. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I guess kind of tying it back from a CSF perspective, um, but what would you say was the most valuable lesson out of your four years with being with CSF? Yeah, that's a tough one. I learned a lot. <laughs> um, I think the biggest one is who you surround yourself with. Um, I definitely had challenges throughout, um, one, just my academic career, but also basketball. And um, I think surrounding yourself with people who truly support you, like genuinely support you and want the best for you. Um, and also mm. wanting to see you grow closer to God. I think those two combined, it's just like the perfect combination. Um, I remember before joining CSF uh, my freshman year, I had prayed and read my Bible, like occasionally just, you know, if I got like a, a feeling that I hadn't done it in a long time, um, I would do it. But once I got plugged into a life group and started attending the nights of worship, like regularly, I found myself doing it constantly. Like every day I was doing a Bible plan or I was even um, urged to read the Bible in a year. Mm -hmm. um, and just like talking to God came more naturally. Um, I actually, for a while there, I was keeping like a prayer journal. Um, and that was really beneficial for me because like I said, I wasn't doing that regularly. And uh, so just surrounding yourself with people who not only encourage you, but also keep you accountable. Um, for me, that's difficult, like being busy and everything, you know, you kind of push it off to the side, which is, it sounds horrible because that should be your first priority every day. But um, I think just encouraging other people, being able to pour yourself into others and them pouring into you, it's just, it's a good feeling and also helps you with your relationship with God. Absolutely. Uh, I think God creates us in community for a reason. I think from CSF's perspective, Andrew and the rest of the team that's been there, whether, you know, it's past alumni or current leadership, you know, they're continuing to build and grow that community, which is just really incredible to see how God moves in that way. So I love how you, you brought that up because it seems like it's really impacted your life. Um, I like the, the prayer uh, journal that you keep. Do you mind explain a little bit more what that kind of looks like for you? Yeah, so depending on the day and the day I'm having, um, it changes obviously, but sometimes it's really positive, you know, it's what I'm thankful for, um, praying over other people, 
And then some days when I'm not having such a good day, it's uh, it's a little more selfish, I guess you could say. Um, it's more about my struggles and what I need God to do for me. And um, I guess that's okay because he's flexible, you know, and he's understanding and he's always going to be there for us. But um, really just, I guess, what I'm going through, um, what I want my path to look like even though it might not be what he agrees with um yeah really just pouring out whatever's on my heart um heavy or not heavy so i think that's great vulnerability too in that relationship that you form with jesus kind of needs to be a little bit of give and take in a sense you know he's obviously always there to provide for us um but he knows every struggle that we go through too um, even if we feel like we're going through it alone. So I think that's awesome. I honestly might take that up myself. So I'm glad you shared it. Um, no, I love that. And yeah, sure. Even from kind of diving in from like a more advice standpoint for anyone that, you know, just recently graduated through half COVID, half kind of in-person, half virtual, <laughs> um, you know, for those fellow individuals that kind of graduated with you or even farther along alumni kind of in their pathway to, to find Jesus, what piece of advice would, you know, you give those individuals? Yeah. Um, I would say it's never too late to get back on track. Um, just recently I, because I've been away from CSF, as I mentioned before, um, I've kind of been out of practice of, um, reading my Bible and talking to God um, multiple times throughout the day. And um, I'd say it's never too late. So if you feel like you are just so disconnected from him and not even on the right path, you know, like it's never too late to just pick it, pick your Bible up and read or um, just sit down and pray for 20 minutes or whatever that may look like for you. Um, I also think because of COVID and being separated, I guess, outside of campus. Um, I always try to think of someone that I haven't talked to in a while and um, connect with them. I mean, whether that was through CSF or not, um, just checking in with people, um, keeping those connections still present. Um, and if, if that relationship is open to it, um, you can share like, I know I like to um, invite people to do Bible plans with me. Um, one, it helps me stay accountable, but also two, it invites them to um, open up and uh, also stay on track in their Bible reading. So that would be my advice. Oh, I think I needed to hear that. So hopefully whoever <laughs> else is listening to this hears that too. So I think that's really important that, hey, kind of diving back to what we started with, no matter what situation or whatever high or whatever low you're going through, you know, it's never too, too late to pick up the Bible and just talk to Jesus. Like he's sitting right across from you at the table or right next to you on a walk. Um, no, that's, again, I think I needed to hear that. So I'm sure others needed to hear that as well too. Um, I guess, you know, if you could even rewind going back four, four and a half ish years ago when you were entering into college, um, you know, is there any piece of advice that you would give yourself or any, you know, current students in college? Gosh, 
Um, two things. One, I know it's really challenging, especially being freshmen and being so young. Um, just be vulnerable and open to anything. Um, I think I was kind of, I don't want to say reserved, but kind of like uh, hesitant maybe to um, open up and just put myself out there um, in regards to meeting people, um, taking on different opportunities. Um, and then the second thing I would say is finding a good church. Um, me from being out of state, um, <laughs> I really had no idea where to go. Um, I remember one of my roommates and I, we, I think we went to a different church every week for like two months. I don't even know. Like at one point we were driving like 30 minutes to one, but um, I would say really like either ask around, you know, find, find one that you really like or um, that other people really like, but finding a church that you wake up for, wake up like excited to go to every Sunday or Wednesday or whatever day of the week is super important, I think. And once I found one that I liked there in um, Indianapolis, I I feel like my relationship just grew more and more. So, yeah, that's awesome. Oh, and I know even us, we we kind of attended when I was a senior, kind of on my way out. Um, but really being able to find that church and wake up every every Sunday was really nice to to have that connection too, and just that opportunity to worship. Uh, I think that's another mm -hmm. thing that we were created for was to sing and worship him, no matter how good or bad you probably sound, but you know, hey, he, yes, he, for sure. he created all of those voices and, and sounds. Um, and speaking of worship, um, is there any particular song that you gravitate towards or anything like right now in the moment that you feel like, oh, this is calling to me. This is just Jesus's music to my heart. Yes, actually, um, it's called My Jesus, and I can't remember who it's by right now. Gosh, um, I don't know, but I think it's kind of new. I don't know. I, I could be late to the party here, but um, it's called My Jesus, and the reason I love it so much is um, the artist talks about telling other people about her Jesus, and that's something I try to live my life um, like, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. In everything I do, I try to find a way to bring up God, um, to glorify him. And I mean, that's that's basically the song. And she just says, like, if, if he can do it for me, he can do it for you. And I think that's so true, no matter how far lost you think you are, like he's gonna find you and he'll bring you out of it, like however deep you are. So. Um, I think that song is, it's just great for everybody and I really like it. So mm. I just got chills from that. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I just looked it up really quickly. It's by Ann Wilson. If that rings a bell. Okay. Thank you. So. <laughs> no problem. Um, but I think I saw that you shared that and I listened to it right away. Um, and you very well done kind of explain that just really sharing to anyone, you know, what Jesus can do for you. I think that's the, one of the beautiful things about Jesus um, is that he can help just about anybody, um, which I love that. 
Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been really, really good talking to you, Ags. Obviously good really seeing you too. Um, again, I know I do as well as everyone else who you've interacted with both through CSF and outside of that have been impacted by, you know, Jesus really working through you. So we appreciate everything you've done again for the group, for the, the school itself, and appreciate you taking your time out of your uh, lovely evening to speak with all of us tonight too. It's been good seeing you. Well, thank you so much. I feel so honored. <laughs> <laughs> Not a problem. And I think too, for everyone listening and for Ags as well, or Agatha here, I believe we're potentially going to be having an alumni event coming up here in the fall. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, so if you are able to make it again, Andrew will be releasing more information soon through a newsletter or email of sorts. So that'll be really fun to also connect with, you know, past CSF individuals too. Awesome. Well, thank you. Sounds exciting. (laughs) I know. Well, thank you again, Agatha. I really appreciate it. Um, And again, can't wait to see where Jesus takes you next. I'm looking forward to it too. Thank you. Thanks.